Welcome to Take Another Five, your weekly podcast on a bit of this and a bit of that. Hosted by Donna J. Jodhan. Hello there, it's Donna Jill Jodhan, and welcome to our weekly podcast, Take Another Five. We hope that you have been enjoying listening to our weekly podcast as much as we have been enjoying bringing it to you. We'd like to thank you for all of your feedback, your suggestions, and your comments, because it is only through you and with you that we can continue to bring you these podcasts. As I said, my name is Donna Jill Jodhan, and I live in Toronto, Canada, the big white north. I am an author, blogger, audio mystery writer, entrepreneur, advocate, and law student. It is a mouthful, but this is what I do for a living. So, let me just tell you a little bit about Take Another Five. Take Another Five is for the person who is simply just too busy to go out there and find the information that they so badly need. Take Another Five is for the person who wishes to simply relax, recharge, get their imaginations to roam and wander. Take Another Five is for the one who wants to keep up with information, who wants to improve their cooking skills and their technology skills. And Take Another Five is for the one who wants to stay ahead of bullies and scams. So what is Take Another Five all about with regard to the segments that we produce? First we have the Kitchen Corner and this segment is for the busy mom who is constantly under pressure from her kids and her family to come up with brand new recipes. It's for the mom who finds herself in a time crunch or in a time tight time corner. And for the mom who is so darn busy that sometimes she's practically run off her feet and she just doesn't know where she's going and what she's doing. It's also for the one who wishes to impress their families and friends with brand new recipes on a constant basis. Then we have Take Another Five with Technology. This is our second segment. And this segment has to do with us bringing you information on some very important and useful apps that you can use to help you around the home. We also have in this segment lower level technology, information on lower level technology and all kinds of gadgets that will help you to be more efficient and quicker and faster around the house. Then in segment three, we have the five minutes mystery. And it's all about helping you to recharge and relax and allow your imaginations to roam and wander. 
as you sit in your kitchen with a cup of steaming hot coffee or tea or hot chocolate in front of you, or if you're relaxing on your couch with a lovely glass of bubbly in your hand. Then we come to segment four. And it's all about in the end zone with the entrepreneur. And here is where I share my experiences with you as an entrepreneur. I started being an entrepreneur in 2000. And so many things have changed since then. And I just want to share my experiences and my tips with you. And finally, segment five. Staying ahead of bullies and scams. And it's all about us giving you scam alerts and helping you to build awareness on bullying. Right then, we'd like to thank our producer and marketer, the gentleman behind the podcast, Take Another Five. And first, we have Mike Cicello, that's spelled C-I-A-R-C-I-E-L-L-O, Mike is our producer. Mike puts the podcast together, makes sure that everything sounds good and works good. Mike is a very committed and dedicated producer. He is creative, he teaches, he writes and composes music, he creates podcasts and he does a bit of everything. Mike is a very dear friend of mine, and you can reach Mike at Emma underscore DS Music at bell.net, or you can call him. He lives and works in Montreal. His number is 514 827 9092. And then we come to our marketer, Mike Babcock, another Mike. Mike is also a very dedicated and committed person and goes way beyond the duty to ensure that your satisfaction comes first. You can learn more about Mike by visiting him at http colon slash slash www.yourownpay.com And what Mike does for a living? He coaches blind and small business owners with building their businesses online and automating the tasks that they do not want to do for themselves. Right. Now we're on to the question of the day. And this question comes from someone in Atlanta, Georgia. And here is their question. And I like this question too. What is your favorite eye device? Is it an iPhone where you can just take it around in your purse, in your wallet, in your shirt pocket? It's so portable that you can't do without it. It's like your little mini computer where you can keep up with your emails or you can text your friends and family and your associates. You can do so much with it. You can keep up with um, breaking news. Or is it an iPad, which you can do the same, most of the same thing with, but you can use it for other things as well. 
or an iPod Touch? What is it? Send us your feedback at info or to info at sterlingcreations.ca. We'd love to get questions from you and we will definitely share these questions with our listeners online, not online on our podcast. Of course, we won't give your name. We'll just say where you're from. Right then. Let's go next to the wrap-up for the mystery for this week. And remember now, the mystery from last week was called Train Sets for Tristan. And we would like to know if Tristan was kidnapped, and if so, who kidnapped him? Remember, Tristan's parents were embroiled in a very nasty divorce and custody battle. So could it have been Tristan's dad, or could it have been his hockey coach, or could it have been somebody else? I think you'll be a bit surprised to know how this mystery ends. So who did it? Tristan orchestrated his own disappearance. He had been so despondent with his parents separating, and he had decided to run away and then come for his sister and his dog later on. He had somehow forgotten to take his diary with him that morning, but he had written down what he was going to do. The diary had been found way at the back of his closet and was hidden under a loose floorboard. Investigators did not find the diary until the next day. Tristan had waited until no one was looking, and he, as he and his teammates um, played with the train sets, then he had made his move. He had pretended that he was going to the washroom, but then... He had taken another turn, and then he had walked out of the store and had headed for Santa's house. He had told Santa that he was supposed to have been meeting a friend there, and asked Santa if he could sit at the back of his house because he was not feeling very well. Santa had agreed and when Tristan had got to the back of Santa's house, he took off his hockey jersey and pants to reveal a sweatshirt and jeans. He had stuffed the hockey jersey and the pants in the corner of Santa's house, and when Santa was busy and not looking, Tristan had snuck out of the house and walked away. He had then left the mall and had walked to his nearby church and there he had told the minister what he had done. By this time Tristan was hungry and tired and very scared. But the minister was very kind to Tristan and told him that he would help him Late that afternoon, the minister 
had taken Tristan home to his mom and sister and had also phoned Tristan's dad. There you have it. That's what Tristan did because he was so despondent. We hope that you were at least able to get into the right direction of solving this mystery. And you can purchase this mystery along with many other mysteries by going to www.donnajodhan.com and visiting our online store. There you will be able to download either free samples or you can purchase for very affordable prices and these mysteries are all affordable and very portable. You can play them on your computer, on your MP3 player, on your iDevice, and you can take them anywhere. Right then, it is time for us to go into segment one, and we will catch you on the other side. Welcome to my kitchen corner. Hey there, it's Donna Jill Jodhan, and welcome to segment one of our weekly podcast, Take Another Five. Are you a busy mom just looking for anything to keep your family happy and satisfied? When I say anything, I mean any sort of recipe. Or are you a professional who is so darn busy that when you come home at night, you just don't have enough time to breathe, let alone eat. And you're just looking for that simple recipe that can you can deal with, get it done, and just enjoy it. Or you'd like to improve your cooking skills or get cracking with your cooking creations, then Kitchen Corner is for you. Well, before we start off this week, again, I'd like to thank my dear friend, Melanie Mama Peach, for sharing so generously all of the recipes in her vast library of recipes. Thank you, Mama, for all of the recipes that you continue to share with everyone. And for this week, we're going to start off with the category desserts and this one is cappuccino ice okay you need three cups of strong brewed coffee two cups of light cool whip thawed two tablespoons of sugar two tablespoons of cocoa and now you combine all of these ingredients in your blender. Blend at low speed until smooth. Pour into 8 inch square baking pan. Cover and freeze until firm. Remove from freezer and let frozen mixture stand at room temperature for about 30 minutes. Again, spoon into your blender 
and process until smooth. Return to baking pan, cover and freeze until firm. When you're ready to serve this, let it stand for five minutes at room temperature and spoon into serving dishes. This makes about six servings. I think this is a perfect dessert for you on an evening when you don't know what to do, what to serve up for dessert. And it's a quick, and it's not a quick and dirty recipe. It's a quick and very easy recipe. All right, so give it a try. Now, per serving, calories are 64.8 calories. Total fat is 2.90 grams. Saturated fat is 2.8 grams. Sodium is 2.74 mg's. Protein is 0.45 grams. Carbohydrates is 8.06 grams. Cholesterol is 0 milligrams. 5 Fiber is 0.55 grams, and in all, a lovely recipe. Very nutritious, diet conscious. Right, let's go to our second recipe that we've chosen for you this week. It's from the Cooking for Two category, and it is beef, beef chow mein. You need four teaspoons of cornstarch, one teaspoon of sugar, four teaspoons of soy sauce, one garlic clove minced, one half pound of beef tenderloin cut into thin strips, one tablespoon of vegetable oil, two uncooked cups or two cups sorry of uncooked vegetables carrots green peppers and broccoli would do just fine and you can also add celery and cauliflower and green onions if you so desire okay one third cup of beef broth chow mein noodles or hot cooked rice. In a bowl, you combine the cornstarch, the sugar, the soy sauce and garlic. Add the beef and toss to coat. In a large skillet or wok, stir fry the beef in oil until no longer pink. Remove and keep warm. Reduce your heat to medium and add the vegetables and broth. Stir fry for four minutes. Return your beef to the pan. Cook and stir for two minutes or until heated through. Serve over noodles or rice. This makes two servings, enough for you and a friend, you and your spouse. So there you have it, our two recipes for this week, 
cappuccino ice and chowmin. Enjoy! And now it's time for us to move on. And we're off to segment two, and we'll catch you on the other side. Time to take another five with technology. Hey there, it's Donna Jill Chodhan, and welcome to segment two of our weekly podcast, Take Another Five. And it's time for us to get familiar and close up with technology. In this segment, we present you with an app which we feel will help you in your daily lives, and we also talk about tech gadgets that um, can help you around the house. So, let's start off with the Compass app. Meet the Compass app. All right. This information has been taken from the book called Out and About, our favorite iOS travel apps. It's a wonderful book written by Judy Dixon and Doug Wakefield. This book can be bought from National Braille Press and you can visit their website at www.nbp.org slash bookstore. Okay, let's talk about this app. Sometimes it's helpful to know just which direction you are walking in. The Compass app, which is built into every iPhone as part of the operating system, is a great way to find this out. On a brand new iPhone, Compass is the first app in the Extras folder. The first time that you launch this app, you will be asked to allow the app to use your current location. If you decline, the app won't show you or won't show your longitude and latitude, but it will still show your compass direction. Hold the phone level and the compass app will speak the direction where the top of the phone is pointing to. As you move the phone around, every change in the compass direction will be spoken. Now it's time for you to go out there and meet this wonderful little app and it's also available at your friendly app store. Right, let's move on to another gadget that we chose for you this week. It's called the Talking GPS. 
I'm not going to endorse one product over the other. But suffice it to say that there are some very classy talking GPS devices out there. They're easy to use, easy to understand, and above all, the voices that speak instructions and information are extremely clear. I have seen a few of these nifty devices. I have played with them, and in the coming months, I may very well go out there and purchase one of these. I'm not sure as yet which one I'm going to go for. I'm not sure which one of them I plan to purchase. Of course, you can always play around with any cheapest any GPS app that you could find for your iPhone or your IP or your iPad. They are not too bad, but the thing to remember is that there are talking GPS devices out there for you to meet and be friends with. The GPS devices that I have met are extremely portable and can fit nicely into one's purse or pocket. The thing to remember is that they depend on satellite availability to work properly. And if they do not make communication with a satellite, then they will not work as you wish them to. This means that they will not work very well indoors, if at all. In addition, their communications are sometimes blocked by tall buildings. So go out there and just find them. They are practically everywhere. Visit your nearest store that sells aids and gadgets for blind persons and ask for an introduction to talking GPS devices. That is the best way really to go out there and just experiment. Okay, and I think the best thing to do is to visit your nearby store. Sure, you can go to any website and have a look as well. And that would give you some great information before you actually go to the store. And one or two um, websites that I'm going to recommend are www.maxiaids.com that's M-A-X-I A-I-D-S dot com or www.independentlivingaids.com Right then, this is the end of segment two. And now, stay tuned for segment three, and we'll catch you on the other side. Hi there, it's Donna Jill Jodhan, and I'm stopping by with some terrific and fantastic news that we would like to share with you. Yes, indeed. It's all about our podcast, Take Another Five, and Season Two. Uh-huh. Season Two is going to be launched in early March. 
and we're calling this our springtime launch. And it is thanks to your feedback, your suggestions and your comments that this is all happening. Our weekly features are going to include helping you to save time, pop problems and cut corners. It's all about presenting you with time savers, problem poppers and corner cutters. Yes, indeed, you will be able to use our weekly features to help you stay ahead of the game and cope with a very busy world that is getting even busier as time goes on. Aha! Uh -huh. This is what I want to share with you. And there's even more. Because Take Another Five Season 2 is going to include some fantastic and fabulous offers that we are certain you will not be able to refuse. It's all about giving you the opportunity to take advantage of bonuses, subscriptions, plus a heck of a lot more. So stay tuned, listeners, and you won't be disappointed. We thank you and wish you a terrific day. Hey there, it's Donna Jill Johnhan and welcome to segment three of our weekly podcast, Take Another Five. And we now find ourselves smack bang in the middle of our podcast. It's time for us to get into the five minutes mystery. And this mystery, as I've said, is available at www.donnajohnhen.com. Just go to our online store and you'll find it there. This mystery is called the Boardroom Brawl. But I'll tell you a little something. This mystery is not, has not yet been released. So you're getting a first-hand view of something that I have not yet released. And you will have to wait for a little bit before it is released in a few months from now. So let's go into this mystery and unveil it for you. No one was surprised to learn later that the boardroom meeting had turned into a brawl. One for all and all for one, so to speak. Most people, however, were quite surprised that the event had turned into a crime. Tensions had been high before the meeting, with the board members accusing each other of various white-collar crimes and misdeeds. Then someone had gone just a bit too far in their accusations. Things had quickly gotten out of hand, and the chairman could not have controlled the resulting events. A 
and attempted cover-up had made matters even worse. Now it was too late to prevent the police from intervening. Moments before the crime is what I'm going to tell you. It is a typical early winter's afternoon in the downtown core. Workers have already started to pour out of office towers. Many of them are bundled up against the biting winds. Some are carrying overstuffed briefcases, while others are loaded down with parcels. Cars are honking their horns as pedestrians hustle to beat the lights. The lights in the store windows are twinkling and bars and restaurants are already beginning to fill up. Christmas decorations are up almost everywhere and store windows are displaying all kinds of everything from toys and electronics to fancy clothes for all. Santa Claus can be heard laughing richly on a street corner. And a middle-aged man is just one of those walking along the sidewalk with his hands buried deep in his pockets. A young lady is about ready to enter a hotel and she seems very intent on the business at hand, while two young men in business suits are loitering amiably outside of a large conference room on the fourth floor of an office tower. This is seen moments before this particular crime takes place. Let's go to the scene of the crime. The boardroom of a prestigious banking institution is now a crime scene. Moments ago, two people had been shot at point-blank range after a brawl had broken out. Mayhem was everywhere and the room was littered with papers and laptops, cups, saucers and plates. And someone seemed to have been giving a presentation moments before the crime had taken place. A chart depicting groups of figures was still being displayed on the electronic screen at the front of the room and the plates of cookies and fruit were still stacked on side tables along with tea and coffee cups, mugs and all kinds of everything. And there were also tea and coffee pots. Someone had called the police. Two people were dead and both were lying not too far from each other at the front of the room. What could the motives have been? 
Someone may have wanted a cover-up to remain a secret. Someone may have uncovered something and had to be silenced. Someone had threatened to go public and had to be silenced. Who could the suspects be? There was Stan Cutler, a millionaire with rapidly expanding business empires in the Far East. There was David Madison, a wealthy banker with banking contacts in Europe. Sheldon Haskins, a wealthy mogul in lots of financial difficulty. And finally, there was Reed Harrison, in the midst of a multi-million dollar divorce. Cause of death? Both victims had been shot at point-blank range. Robin Benson had been shot in the forehead, and Amanda Stokes had been shot in the heart. Both had died instantly. The Royal Imperial Bank had been had recently been in the news, and for very good reason. Millions of dollars had gone missing over the past five years, and it appeared that bad investments had been made by the bank. At least this was the first impression. But it was soon discovered that embezzlement had also been involved. One very high official, official had recently resigned and had suddenly disappeared. Another had died of a sudden heart attack. And now the rest of the board was under investigation. Statements of personal and business accounts of each board member had been seized. Statements of assets and liabilities had also been seized, and some of the board members were absolutely enraged, while others were confused. A few were scared, and one or two were ready to quit. One particular board member had managed to transfer most of his personal funds to an offshore account. Another had managed to transfer most of his assets to the names of his two adult kids. And the third had been caught selling off some of their personal assets in order to pay off creditors, while a fourth had been discovered being investigated by the IRS. An, inverse, an emergency board meeting had been called for this particular day to discuss the goings-on and the findings of two investigators who had been hired by the bank. Security guards have also been hired to keep watch while the board meeting was in progress. Robin Benson and Amanda Stokes had 
been retained for the investigation. They had spent much time as follows. Examining financial statements of the bank, financial statements of each board member, emails sent and received by each board member, and list of cell phone calls and text messages of each board member. The two investigators had been invited to present their findings at the board meeting on this day. First, the investigators had produced relevant email, lists of emails sent and received by various board members, but had not disclosed at this time who had sent and who had received them. Next, they had done the same with the cell phone calls and text messages. Then they had begun to put up chart after chart of figures gleaned from various financial statements on the electronic screen at the front of the room. It is at this time that the accusations had started to fly, then things had started to get out of hand. The chairman had tried in vain to restore order, but was not very successful. A brawl had ensued and had lasted for a few minutes. Then someone had suggested that a cover-up be attempted and it had all ended in shots being fired, and the two investigators were dead. Lots for you to chew on, folks. Lots for you to think about. And you know what? Just go back and listen again and again to this, or to these facts, to this mystery, and I'm sure you're going to come up with some very interesting scenarios. All right, then. It is time for us to move on to segment four, but we'll be back at the end of this podcast with some additional facts for you. So, we'll catch you on the other side. In the End Zone with the Entrepreneur Hey, it's Donna Jill Jodhan, and welcome to segment four of our weekly podcast, Take Another Five. And it's time to be in the end zone with the entrepreneur, and that's me. I've been an entrepreneur since year 2000, and I've seen so many changes take place over the last 16 years. Some of these changes were never, you know, we could never see them coming, and we could never imagine that they would come. But today, to be an entrepreneur is very exciting, very interesting, And if you are an innovator or a creator, or you just love to use your imagination to get things done or to see things done, then entrepreneurship may very well be for you. For this week, we'd like to talk about how to start pet grooming entrepreneurship. Start small. You can start with strictly grooming and beauty needs of pets, your cats and dogs and small pets, right? 
you could start with volunteering to make home visits. Choose specific types of animals. But you have to have the passion for these animals. Because if you don't, then you should not going, go in to a pet grooming business. It is always good to have a passion for whatever you want to do before you attempt entrepreneurship. It is never good to go into entrepreneurship because you need to, because you're being told to, because you've been, you're probably being pushed into it. Go into it with a passion, with a fire in your heart. This is a very short segment, but that's okay. And what I'd like to end with is by telling you pet grooming business is for so many different types of persons in various age groups. It could be for the young person, the mom, the retiree, even the professional. So think about it. Right then, it's time for us to move on to our final segment for this week, segment five, and we'll catch you on the other side. Help us beat the bullies and the scams. Hey, it's Donna Jill Jodhan and welcome to segment five, our final segment for this week. And I can't believe that we're almost done with the podcast for this week. So this scam, this <laughs> this segment is all about staying ahead of bullies and scams. Let's start with this most recent scam alert. And again, we bring you these scam alerts to help you stay out of the clutches of scammers and hackers so that you do not become an unsuspecting victim of these types of people. All right. Beware of online petitions. You may receive an email asking you to support some sort of online petition. You will probably be given an URL to go to. Do not follow this email. Please, please delete it. If you make the error to follow this email, and go to the URL that they are instructing you to go to, you may just end up in the hands of some scammer or hacker. Your email address will be used to hack into your system. And before you know it, you will be hit by a huge tidal wave of problems, of difficulties, of everything that you dreamed not to be involved with. So simply delete this email. Right, let's go on to part two, building awareness about bullying. Who is the playground bully? The playground bully is the one who more often than not uses aggressive tactics to get their way with their peers. 
Their main objective is to take things away from others, to use their loud voices in combination with their physical attacks to push others out of the way. The playground bully is the one who forcefully takes things away from their peers, money, lunch kits, and whatever they can from their victims in the playground. They use their bullying tactics to stay ahead of others. Bribing and bullying peers and those in, in charge to stay ahead of the game. They may do this in the case of such things as athletic activities and playground games. Playground bullies usually lurk during break and lunchtime and they normally carry out their activities when the teacher's back is turned. They prey on those who may be physically weaker or smaller than they are, those who are shy and inward, and those who are unable to physically defend themselves due to being disabled. Can they be stopped? <clears throat> Definitely so. And this can be done through first standing up to them and not being afraid, but it takes efforts from everyone involved, from the teacher to the smallest of playmates. Yes, it can be done. We need to start pulling up our socks and coming up with ways to help our children. No more excuses and no more putting it off. All right, there you have it for this week. Segment five is over, and now it's time for us to go to the wrap-up for this week, where we give you some more facts to help you solve this week's mystery, the boardroom brawl. And we'll catch you on the other side. there, it's Donna Jill Jodhan, and I'm stopping by with some terrific and fantastic news that we would like to share with you. Yes, indeed, it's all about our podcast, Take Another Five, and Season Two. Uh-huh, Season Two <clears throat> is going to be launched in early March, and we're calling this our springtime launch. And it is thanks to your feedback, your suggestions, and your comments that this is all happening. Our weekly features are going to include helping you to save time, pop problems, and cut corners. It's all about presenting you with time savers, problem poppers, and corner cutters. 
Yes, indeed. You will be able to use our weekly features to help you stay ahead of the game and cope with a very busy world that is getting even busier as time goes on. Aha! Uh-huh. This is what I want to share with you. And there's even more. Because Take Another Five Season 2 is going to include some fantastic and fabulous offers that we are certain you will not be able to refuse. It's all about giving you the opportunity to take advantage of bonuses, subscriptions, plus a heck of a lot more. So stay tuned, listeners, and you won't be disappointed. We thank you and wish you a terrific day. Hey, it's Donna Jill Jodhan, and it's time for us to bring this podcast to an end for this week. Another week is in the books, another podcast is in the books, but before we leave you, we need to give you some additional facts to help you solve this week's mystery, the boardroom brawl. Forensics had reported that both victims were shot with the same gun. Both victims had died from a single gunshot wound, but a third bullet was found lodged in the wall behind the lectern. This bullet had come from a different gun, and this gun had not been found. There were no prints found on the gun that was used to kill the investigators. A glove was later found in a trash can on the second floor of the building. The glove had fitted the hands of two of the suspects and two of the three security guards. $100,000 had recently been transferred to the bank account of one of these guards. The other guard had also received a transfer of $100,000 from another yet-to-be-identified account. Matching figures were also discovered being transferred out of the accounts of one of the suspects. A one-way ticket out of the country to a foreign land had also been found in the possession of another suspect. Emails, text messages, and lists of cell phone calls had been used to construct the facts about these suspects. There you have it. Like I said, this mystery has not yet been released. So stay tuned, folks, and uh, we'll see how you do when we check in with you next week in our podcast. Meantime, you can follow us on the, on Twitter at Accessible World and at author underscore Jodhan. And you can like us on Facebook at Donna Jodhan or author Donna Jodhan. 
We wish you a great rest of the day, a great rest of the week. Thank you for stopping by. Keep a song in your heart. May the winds be at your back. And as Casey Kaysen says, keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. I'll catch you next week. Bye for now. Thank you for having taken another five. We wish you a fantastic day.